Welcome to the Worthy Bitch Podcast, the place where we discuss all things self-worth so we can stop living life as a victim and start living life on purpose. My name is Autumn. I'm your host and the creatrix of the Worthy Bitch. I am so excited that you have made the decision to embark on your Worthy Bitch journey. Now let's dive into ourselves. Welcome back to another episode of the Worthy Bitch Podcast, the place where we talk about Ayurveda and self-worth. How are all my worthy bitches out there? If it is your first time, then welcome. Welcome to my channel. And if this is not your first time, then welcome back. What is up? Good to see you. I've been missing you. You know. Girlfriend. How you doing? All right, then. So today I wrote a little thingy I had some download in the shower and I wrote a little bit of some stuff and I wanted to share it but first I have some gratitudes here so every day part of my morning routine is doing my gratitudes and um yeah I just thought I would share them with you today so I always do 10 gratitudes and so here they are you know the reason I started doing these this was recommended to me by my coach to start doing you know 10 gratitudes every single day to start your day off in a grateful place and and put yourself into that mindset and I really love the idea and at first I kind of had a hard time with it I think that people need examples right I don't know maybe it's just me I need examples I like having an example of something to read or hear that's like oh okay that's the way other people do it so you know I can put my own spin on it and we don't get that enough so anyway that's what this is for you guys so this is just what I a typical example of my gratitudes Number one, I am grateful for my mic and podcast and the ability to record and share life-changing information with the world. And I do not think about how grateful I am for that enough. And I'm so grateful for you to be able to hear this and for it to resonate within you and for you to be able to utilize the information to make a change in your life for the better so that you can live on purpose and be your best version of yourself. Number two, I am grateful for clean drinking water every day. I am grateful for all of the amazing people in my life that I get to have a relationship with. I am grateful for my health and wellness and strength in my mind, body, soul, and spirit. I am grateful for the opportunity to learn and grow each day. I am grateful to be sharing life with my love. I am grateful for my pups and the love that we share. I am grateful for all the experiences I have had in my life, good and bad. I am grateful for the technology that brings us together even when we are miles and miles apart. I am grateful for each and every one of my listeners who take time out of their day to learn about themselves and grow and heal. You guys rock! And then I kind of just let my mind play around and whatever comes comes and sometimes there's nothing sometimes there's more than other times you know so I am grateful for this beautiful life 
I am grateful for each breath, blink, day, night, sleep, wake, tear, kiss, hug, miss. Moving on, I had a little bit of a download in the shower the other day. So I don't know if any of you have ever experienced this. You probably have when you're having a shower or a walk or going on a swim or doing something where you're not expecting to have a download. That's when they come in because you're making the space, right? You're taking the the time to love on yourself, to do something that you enjoy, and, and it causes you to open up. And then it creates space for the creativity and for the downloads to come through. It's really magical. So it started out with, I was listening to a podcast. I think it was um, The School of Greatness with Lewis House. Lewis, Lewis House. I think I'm saying his name correctly. But I can't remember exactly who he was interviewing that was talking about whatever it was that was triggering this. Well, he used this quote and I tried to look up who the quote was by and it shows a bunch of different people. And so I just decided to put unknown because yeah, I don't know who exactly to credit, but if you know who to credit, let me know. I would love to credit the right person. This is a beautiful quote. When the caterpillar or what the caterpillar thinks is the end of the world, the master knows is the butterfly. What the caterpillar thinks is the end of the world, the master knows is the butterfly. I just thought that was so beautiful and it got me really, really thinking. And so lately I've been really changing my life and changing everything about who I am and in a good way for the better. I'm pushing myself, expanding my comfort zone, figuring out who I really am and how I serve and how I want to connect with the world and what I want to be known for and how I want to share and help people, right? And so I just started having little downloads of like these little snippets of things and I and I wrote them all down and I just wanted to share them with you today. Maybe some of them will resonate with you because they have it's actually expanded my mindset and helped me see things a lot more clearly. So fear of conflict as make or break too excited to find a common ground and learn. I used to have a great fear of conflict. I I was very terrified that any type of conflict was a make or break situation. It was, I had observed a lot in my life that conflicts were the end of whatever it was the conflict was about or the people who were involved in the conflict. And so I was always really scared of having any type of conflict because then my life would never be the same as I knew it, even though, you know, that's kind of a good thing in some ways, but it was, it was in a toxic way that I would see it happen. And so it scared me. It scared me of having any type of confrontation. And so I would just shut down completely, which is not a good response to have. So now I twist that. I'm rewriting that for myself. I'm no longer afraid of a conflict. I know it's not a make or break situation anymore. Now I'm excited because I understand that anytime there's a miscommunication or or somebody is you're not on the same page, right? It's an opportunity to find a common ground and to learn and to either strengthen the conviction within yourself of why you believe that way or whatever it is that you're having the conflict or the confrontation about. And, and if, if you're not strong in that, 
then maybe sometimes it changes your mind and you're like, oh, wow, I've never thought of it that way. That's very interesting. Let me hear more about why you think about things this way or why you do something this way and maybe I can adopt some of that into my life. And when you come at it from this really comfortable place of curiosity where you know that it's safe to learn and you're not sitting there terrified that it's the end of the world anytime somebody's upset for some reason, then you really are able to expand and grow. And fear of letting go of what isn't meant for me, too happy for the lessons and grateful for the time, still sad but not devastated. So I have always been really terrified of letting go. I would either not So one, when I was a child, I was really terrified of letting go and I would try and hold on and do or be or act or however I I thought I needed to do, be, act, whatever I thought I needed to do to hold on to the situation, to not rock the boat. Um, I was just very terrified. So it it crippled me on the inside. I I had no no sense of self. I didn't know who I was. I didn't have my own identity in a way that helped propel me forward in the world. My identity was to help other people grow and find what they wanted to do and to support them and to make their life easier. And there's nothing wrong with that. I really enjoy doing that sort of thing, but it comes at a price and sometimes we need to, I have a hair stuck in my face. Sometimes we need to make sure that we are not sometimes. We always need to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves first. There's nothing wrong with taking other pe- care of other people, but honor yourself. Don't be scared of letting go of something that you deep down know or feel is not meant for you. Be happy for the lessons and grateful for the time that you were able to spend cultivating and learning those lessons. It's okay to be sad about the situation, whatever it is, but not to let it devastate you and hold you back, hold you in that place. Every interaction is an opportunity to learn more about yourself and grow. Each person reflecting back to you something about yourself that is now being revealed to you. Not fearing losing the self in others, but valuing the expansion of self because of others. So, I used to, one, be extremely shy and scared to talk to people. Like, all the time. Like, I don't know why. I still, to this day, do not know why that would happen to me. My face would turn bright red. I would clam up. I would have no idea how to respond, what to say, anything. I've looked into it a little bit. It's like a social anxiety, severe social anxiety. It's something that I'm growing out of, and I have grown out of a lot after high school. But during high school, it was very crippling to me. I was not able to connect with other people or cultivate relationships with people because I was so terrified. I would actually take failing grades on assignments because I did not want to present in front of the class or have any eyes on me in any type of way whatsoever. I mean, group activities were the death of me. Just, you know, oh, that was the worst. I hated having being forced to interact with people. And I realized that as I grew, one, I wanted to interact with those people so badly, but I just did not know how. And I did not know how to get past the physical reaction that I would have and I didn't understand why I was having it then mentally I would realize I was having it and it would start a cycle when I got older 
that kind of went away. I forced myself out of that. When I graduated from high school, long story short, I tried, I went into a sorority. It forced me out of that. I, I had to learn how to communicate with people. But then I went back into myself after college. I went back into, I really was scared. I wasn't scared of talking to people anymore. I was scared of losing myself in them because that's what I had always done, you know, earlier on when I was, like I had previously just stated that I was always trying to be a people pleaser. And so if I was around other people, I always wanted to please them. And so it would lose myself. I would lose myself in them. And I was not viewing each person as a reflection back to me to reveal something about myself so that we could both learn and grow and play and figure out this life together. It was more of I was allowing myself to be triggered by it. It was scary. Either one, I liked what they had about them and then I was upset that I didn't have it, not looking at it as a like, oh, look at that, the way that person does that. That's really awesome. I can adopt that into my own life. It was more of like, no, they are doing that and so there's something wrong with me that I can't be that way. But now I look at it as an opportunity. Now it is your invitation. That person can live that way. That person can be that way. You can take some of those qualities on and make it your own. That is, that is an, a beautiful thing that someone is living in a way that is causing you to feel something, right? You're valuing the expansion of yourself because of that other person. You're seeing qualities of them that you want to bring on and expand within yourself. Taking those interactions into your alone time and interpreting what needs to be interpreted, finding the lessons that you want to adopt, then integrating them into your being. So go out, spend time with people, interact, mingle, network, Build relationships, bond, really connect on a deeper level. None of this surface level, oh, the weather's so great and oh, the fall is here. Oh my gosh, it's just like happened overnight. Can you believe it? Before we know it, the, the leaves will be falling. <laughs> That's great and all, but it's time to start connecting on a deeper level. It's time to really start understanding why we are the way we are and why we do what we do and getting to know that in other people as well. I, I really want to have more friends that have more conversations about oh I really was doing this meditation and I was working on myself and I had this revelation and this this thing has been holding me back I've been you know held back by a certain feeling my entire life that I'm not good enough and I realized that it was because when I was a child somebody told me something terrible um, at school because of one thing and then I programmed myself that way and now I realize I don't have to believe that and I've overcome this massive thing those are the conversations I want to be having those are the people I want to be connecting with that is beautiful. Those are the best conversations. Those are those deep conversations that you really feel so good about after you leave. You take those conversations, you take those interactions into your alone time because your alone time is sacred. I'm not saying to never be alone. I'm not saying to always be alone. I'm saying to find the balance that works for you and honor that. Do not 
try and make it be what it's not, right? So interpreting what needs to be interpreted from that interaction, not overanalyzing. That was something that I always used to do. I would have an interaction with someone. This is what I would do in high school when I had a lot of social anxiety. Anytime I would allow myself to open up and talk to somebody, I would go back over after the interaction was finished and I would go over it and over and over it in my head and pick myself apart to the point to where I would shame myself so much and blame myself and be like, how dare you waste that person's time? It was a waste of their life that you forced them to sit there and have that conversation with you and listen to words that you had to say, which was totally not true. I, I mean, one, I wasn't forcing them to sit there in the first place. Two, it's not a waste of time. That was just... A lie I was telling myself why I'm still trying to figure out exactly why my mind believed that what I had to say was a waste of someone's time that me interacting with another human was shameful and that I should be ashamed of myself for making that human be in my presence. It's something that I still struggle with. It's something and I think that that's part of why I love this taking those interactions and interpreting them for what needs to be interpreted not over analyzing we're not analyzing we're just looking at it oh what did that person say that I liked or how did we interact about whatever and what are they doing in their lives and how can I you know bring some of that into my life and finding lessons any type of lesson so like that friend said that they learned something because of something that happened when they were in school and it changed their entire life and now they realize that that was controlling their life and so they can rewrite it they can see it now when it shows up and they have that limiting belief they're like oh wait no this isn't my belief I don't really believe this this is something that I programmed myself a long time ago and it's not real so I'm not going to believe it anymore and then you start rewriting that inside your mind and reprogramming yourself and that is where the integration comes in so you begin to integrate those lessons and everything that you wanted to adopt from that interaction into your being integration is the most crucial part of any practice whether it be yoga meditation communication no matter what it is that you're doing taking the time afterwards to sit integrate feel it in your body breathe it through your being really connect with it in that moment and deepen that connection because you are going to be able to create it's going to create a snowball effect within yourself instead of just like doing one thing moving on to the next thing and it's like how when you're in school and you're learning a whole bunch of things and then you are just you know gobbling in all of this information regurgitating it onto a piece of paper and then it's gone and then you're gobbling in more information and regurging that information regurgitating that information and it's all being put in and out in and out in and out and you're not you're not growing on it you're not cultivating a solid foundation of information in which to grow on and play with and connect dots and 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 really have a full wisdom turning knowledge into wisdom instead of just knowing random facts for a certain amount of time. Taking the qualities we like that serve us and then leaving the rest for another. I came to this planet to play around and try new things. And yeah, it's hard, but that just means that I need more practice. I used to hate that life was hard. I'm still learning how to love the fact that it's hard or it's challenging, but that just means that we need more practice. We don't stand up and try to walk for the first time one day when we're like a year old and then fall down and be like, oh, whoops, well, that was hard. I guess walking's just not for me. I guess I'll never do that. Time to try something else. Maybe I'll just crawl forever. No, most people in the world walk. 
and I'm sure I've used this analogy before, I hear it all the time and I use it all the time and it makes perfect sense to me. We keep on trying. We kept practicing. We got to make those muscles, our leg muscles strong so we could stand and start taking steps and finding that balance. And, you know, sometimes you fall to the left, sometimes you fall to the right or forwards or backwards. And sometimes it hurts, sometimes it doesn't, but everybody gets back up. Think of life like a video game and you get to decide which game you want to run on your system. The more you play and level up, the better you get at the game and then what? The more you like it. Life is the same way. We must first discover and then second practice what we came here to share with the world. And if you don't practice, then how do you expect to get better? Practice makes perfect or closest as we can get to it. Never be perfect, right? You know, when you're young and everything is a new experience and we go after it with curiosity instead of fear, but then something happens after we've been around the sun a couple of times and we stop giving ourselves permission to enjoy the novelty of life. We exchange it for nostalgia, reminiscing on the past instead of dreaming for the future clinging to our now and robbing ourselves of the excitement of newness. I'm just going to let that stay there. Exchanging it for nostalgia, reminiscing on the past instead of dreaming for the future, clinging to our now and robbing ourselves of the excitement of newness. Living in the past robs you of your tomorrow, robs you of your right now, robs you of enjoying the newness of every single moment, the, the novelty that each second holds. I was doing a meditation earlier this morning and I felt, I, I was doing some breathing work and I felt some, a smile just like wash over my face and for a second, you know, I was just breathing into that smile and letting it get bigger and really just feeling that joy of that smile go through my entire body. And when it got to my solar plexus area, I had a flashback of Bali and I was sitting in a place in Bali I had never been before and I was doing the same thing and I was really breathing in that moment and feeling into that presence and, it, and going into that state of mind within myself here now took me back to then and I was able to relive that experience in the now and it almost brought tears to my eyes because it was so beautiful and magical but I was just like oh my gosh this is like each moment is new each moment is novel this is nothing to be taken for granted just because you look at the same thing every day or you do the same type of situation every single day and you're in the same place for years and years and years it's still a beautiful you can find this sacred novelty within each moment within each breath if you choose to look at it this way instead of choosing to see it as your just same old same normal you know, nothing specialness because everything is special. And whether it is your same old same, it's still new. It's still new every single day. And you choosing to see it as the same old same is keeping it as what it always has been. Well, if you choose to see it as new, you're going to see the possibility. You're going to be able to see how to make the changes to make it as magical as it can possibly be.
take a deep breath in here. Mm, hold it at the top and exhale, sigh it out. <sighs> One more, inhale in. Hold and exhale, sigh. <sighs> Let that big old giant smile just wash right over your little face. And you take that smile with you into the rest of your day. Okay, honey? Because you a worthy bitch. And we happy because we know why. We're happy because we worthy bitches and we choose joy. We choose and joy. Go out, choose joy. Post about how you chose joy and how you brought some joy into your life and tag me and share it with me and I would do the same. I love to hear all about how everybody is bringing more fun and enjoyment and, and pleasure into their lives. Yes, do it. Go out and do something fun and magical and amazing and I love you and I can't wait to hear from you and connect with you and have a beautiful, fabulous day, my worthy bitches, because you worthy. <laughs> I have a question for you. Are you always searching for holistic ways to heal your ailments? I know, girl. Me too. Well, I am so excited to share something with you that has honestly changed my life forever. Like, seriously, I am never going back. Have you heard of essential oils? If you haven't, then my next question would be, have you been living under a rock? Essential oils have helped me in so many ways. I cannot even mention them all here, but I will tell you my faves. I started using essential oils because I have suffered from migraines since I was 12 and I've always hated taking migraine medication. Anyone who's taken it knows that it's almost as bad as the migraine itself. It leaves you feeling all woozy and out of touch with reality and the only thing that you want to do is sleep like for the rest of your life. Ew. Well, my mom introduced me to peppermint essential oil and I cannot even remember the last time I had to take one of those nasty little pills to hopefully ease the pain. I just put a few drops of essential oil on my head and neck and within seconds I'm feeling relief and I even put it on my tummy because it has very powerful anti-nausea effects and if you have ever had a migraine then you know how nauseous you can be from them. And I have to mention tea tree oil here because it's been a lifesaver for me during these COVID times. I've been diffusing it constantly to keep the air purified in my apartment. It gives me so much peace of mind because even just breathing comfortably can feel a little challenging these days. If you want to learn more about the magical powers of essential oils and how they can help you heal in your life, then scroll on down to my doTERRA link in the show notes. There you will learn all about what essential oils are, how they work, and how to use essential oils to change your life. And feel free to reach out to me on social with any questions you may have. I look forward to seeing you there. And if you loved this episode, I would love if you could leave me a review on iTunes or you can find me on Instagram at The Worthy Bitch or YouTube at the same handle. My email is theworthybitch at gmail.com with a period instead of an I in the word bitch. So that is the worthy B period tch at gmail.com and stay tuned for my website that is currently in the making. Woo -woo. 
I love to connect with you and hear from you, and I look forward to meeting you very soon. Have a great day, chicasita.